Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you. Yes, Merry Christmas, Christmas Eve. Spaghetti and meatballs, working overtime, fiddling with the knobs, babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess, and joining me as always on this Christmas Eve morn. My wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Bry, Darren, the parlor kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa to all. We're going to recap that Thursday night game last night. All right, let's recap Thursday night football. Last night was on NFL Network. Fun one in Nashville. Titans, three-point underdog, win 20-17. to 17. I was so hoping they lose by three because I bought it up to three and a half. Either way, neither quarterback played particularly well. Uh, we lost the first touchdown bet again. Debo, I had Debo. He gets down to the one, and then Wilson runs it in. San Francisco looked dominant. Uh, Jimmy G then handed the Titans two interceptions. Could have been more. Titans win with a field goal with four seconds left. So that's it. One game down this week. Got a bunch to go. Um, I'm going to apologize in advance because we're going to mention players in this because it's a couple days early we're doing this that are probably not even going to see, not even going to travel to the site of these games because of all the COVID news. And uh, another one popped a, a few minutes ago. It's impossible to stay on top of this in a pre-recorded fashion, but we're going to try our best anyway. You should try your best when you go to extrapoints.com slash arcade, play against us. Harry, you are in first place. Damashek says he's past me. He's second, uh, nipping yeah. at your heels. He's still a few behind. He's He's got a lot to catch up upon. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll try it out now. We're going to go through, I think, six or seven games here, and then we're going to dive into the NBA Christmas Day. Who knows what's going on there? We'll try to stay on top of it. The first Saturday game, this is Christmas Day, Green Bay, Seven and a half point favorite, 45 and a half is the over under mm. against Cleveland parlay kid. Uh, the Browns were missing a whopping 22 players in their loss to the Raiders on Monday. I believe that was Monday. They get a bunch of those back. Packers look solid versus the Ravens and almost blew the game altogether. Um, look, the Ra- the Browns are probably going to lose this. I was saying on extra points the other day, though, we have not seen the Nick Chubb breakout game. You know, we haven't seen like a 160-yard game. I mean, he had one against the Chargers in late October. I thought I saw somewhere that he's like the number 42 fantasy player overall. It doesn't really make sense. The Browns' quarterback situation doesn't make sense. But Stefanski's back. I think he controls the clock. I think there's going to be a long run by Chubb in the highlight. And Mason Bing Crosby with a Christmas miracle field goal at the end. At the buzzer, lift the Packers to a 2017 win. I hope I'm wrong because I'm starting Rodgers and Adams against Brother Brian in the semifinals, but I like a low-scoring game here. I like Cleveland to cover, but not win. Paulie, kid, you're not passing up the free Packers money. Not two weeks in a row they don't lose against the spread, right? Yeah, I mean, that that was an anomaly last week for them to uh, mm-hmm. to lose that uh, against the spread. They really never do, yeah. and they kind of had it under control. I think kind of... Uh, Kind of tried to go into conservative mode, played a little passive on defense, and uh, it almost bit them in the end, Sal. I think they mm-hmm. learned their lesson. Uh, they put their foot back on. Uh, you know, they look, they're playing for the one seed here. This mm-hmm. Playing in Green Bay is a distinct advantage. They need sure. this one seed. They're not messing around against the Browns. The Browns, have, I think they're kind of done. I, I think, uh, you know, I'm not as down on the Browns as you guys normally are. That's why I'm surprised they're going this way, Sal. 
Well, because well, everybody I, likes them in these close games. All oh, the Browns are going to bounce back. And so now everybody, I, listen, I, I'm trying to, I can't figure out injuries. I can't figure out anything. I know, I'm just this, trying, I'm trying to ride the wave of what everybody loves. We have to have a disclaimer yeah. here. People have to understand what we're doing right now is more difficult than it's ever been because we don't really know, uh, you know, in 24 hours from now, what's what this brings us either. So. It's very dangerous. I think, I actually think we're heroes for doing it this way. But we I we really yeah. are. Uh, we really are. I mean, we don't. No, we don't. We don't. But Harry right. wears a cape. The rest of us don't really wear capes. Uh, that, oh, I meant drapes. Uh, so uh, Harry, Harry wears a drape, not a cape. Uh, Come so, on, Harry. So, uh, so sell, I'm going with the Packers. I don't. Whatever okay. it is, seven and a half. Is it right? Is that did it come seven down? Seven and a half it's is the number half. right yeah, now. So, yes. Yeah. Right. So. Um, yeah, it's, uh, to me, it's uh, easy peasy here. They, they'll uh, they'll win this game by two scores. This is um, they got a little wake up last week. They're playing for the one seed. Rodgers is just significantly better than anybody uh, on the on the Browns' offensive side. So I mean, go. you go to Fanduel and they're minus six hundred to not make the playoffs. The Browns, which indicates that it's division or die, right? Like no, uh, I don't think anyone in that AFC North is getting a wild card. Uh, and Fandle right. seems to agree here. Minus 600 on the Browns to not make the playoffs. It's going to be interesting. All right, let's take uh, the nightcap. Christmas Day night. The Colts are a one-and-a-half-point underdog. They were favored at Arizona. 48-and-a-half is the over-under. Again, I'm going against the grain with, with picking Arizona. Everybody loves the Colts. I'm reading the role, Harry. You remember when you'd read the role for roulette? It always worked, but I'm reading yeah. the role of what people are saying, popular opinion, too much emphasis on Jonathan Taylor, MVP. The Colts are great. They did it in a primetime fashion. They beat up on the Patriots. Uh, I'm not bailing on the Cardinals just yet, mainly because the Colts are a second-half disaster of a team. They really are. Even last week, they were. They almost let the Patriots back in there. And remember, the November version of the Cardinals, and before, they jump on you early and they suffocate you. I think we see a little of that this week. Uh, against uh, the Colts. Colts defense allows 5.6 yards per play, 21st in the league. And mainly I like the Cardinals here because we're going to have to see Carson Wentz play from behind and throw the ball. That's how I see this game playing out. Now I get it. Connor is a game-time decision that is big and there's probably 15 other names I'm not mentioning um, that, that have gone down, passed down in the last uh, 24 hours. But the Colts are 3-5 and five as an underdog. I like Arizona to win 26-21. Brother Bry, you're riding the wave with the Colts. Yeah, I'm riding with the Colts. I've been riding them for a while. I actually think right now, mm. I mean, I, I love them like in it. this game. I actually, I, I think right now they're one of the top four teams in the NFL, which is weird to say mm. when they're mm. when you're eight and six. But I mean, maybe it's going to be hard for them to win on the road in, in the playoffs or something like that. But they've won seven of nine. They could have won their last 11 games. When you look back at it, they've had, a and you were talking about it, so they've had a lead in their last uh, 11 games in, in which they've kind of dominated those first halves and Cardinals are struggling offensively. They just didn't look right last week, obviously without Hopkins, it's tough for them. And, you know, even though the Colts are traveling this week, they do have the extra day arrest. This, this Colt line has been fantastic. I think it's going to allow Taylor to have another big game. So I, I really do like them. And depending on how Christmas goes, I could see this being like a very, very, very big bet for me. 
Mm. <laughs> you mean depending on I don't want to bring it up again, but the, yeah. the car. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. If it I, was Christmas on Eve that it happened. I think we're I think we're out of the woods now, Bri. If it hasn't happened, good, good boot. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so yeah, it just depends my my mood on that day. But um, things going okay, or actually, if things are going terribly wrong, I'll I'll right. I'll, uh, I'll probably bet even more. Brother Bri, Bri, for those of you not following, has had his car repossessed the last two years. It, it was not his fault. He claims it's not his fault. The payments were made, and then the the dumb uh, uh, what happened? There was a clerical error. But two he years claims, ago, he claims. Yes, it's it's true, and you know it's kind of out of principle. Sometimes they, you know they send me they 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 reach out to me, and I, I disregard some of the stuff they say, and just you know, because. I don't yeah. know. They screw up things. They don't they don't apply stuff to principal balances. It's a whole the whole issue. I you know, know, I was thinking uh, it's at a principal or or. Yeah, uh, I was talking to with your nephew, Mikey Meatballs, about this. I'm like, oh, my God, he's so primed for a prank. Um, <laughs> we need to if we could record it and somehow because you've never <laughs> seen them take your car away. Right. You, you always go to the curb and then see the next day. Yeah. Or something, right? You've never yeah. witnessed it. So we were gonna send the tow truck to do it. And I think you guys uh, I think you know a towing company is that we almost would think I'm like, and then I was thinking, oh he might just kill this person. <laughs> he, he might he might spend he might be in, in prison for oh, murder. That would have been over classic. Christmas. I know, I know. Well, we'll do it next year because yeah. it'll be three years in a row. We'll, we'll figure it out. Don't forget. All right. Uh let's take a quick break and then we'll go over uh four or five, I don't know, maybe ten more games. All right, Harry, Steelers at the Chiefs, seven and a half, 44 and a half is the over-under. This started at 10. I think it opened at 10 Sunday night. And Steelers catch a break with Kelsey and Hill potentially out. I don't know how this works. They may be able to make their way back into the lineup, but it's not likely. I'm taking the Steelers. They're kind of full of shit. They really are. They somehow are in every game at the end. Um, you know, look, we've seen Mahomes struggle with a shaky Kelsey. Or when kill or when Hill can't get open, and I think we're going to have a lot of that the same if those guys are out of the lineup. You know, at what point does Mahomes like screw it? Um, I know it doesn't take a ton of points to beat the Steelers, but this is still a big number. Steelers red zone defense fourth best in the league. I know Devin Bush being out isn't great. Um, Najee Harris was invisible last week, but now he's up against a, a defense that's 29th versus the run in yards per carry. In the uh, Chiefs, as good as their defense has been, I feel like you can run on them, and the numbers dictate that that's the the case. The Steelers, you know, like I said, they bang around. They find themselves in these games. I think Big Ben isn't atrocious, doesn't turn the ball over or turns it over once. He matches Mahomes in that department. It's a 24-20 win. I'll take the Chiefs to win. I'll take the Steelers to cover. How are you like Kansas City? Yeah, a little bit. I'm, I'm going to bank on Kansas City's defense more than anything else. Six of the last seven games, they've held opponents to under 20 points. Mahomes looked pretty good in that second half against the Chargers. They've had a few extra days rest. Uh, Pittsburgh just won. In, and they, they grind it out at home, but on the road, one and four straight up in the last five. The Steelers running him south. You mentioned Harris uh, invisible last week. And uh, they were invisible last year. They were last in the in the league in rushing last year. And even Harris has had some games where he's looked good. But still, the Steelers, 31st this year in rushing. I think Kansas City gets done. I'm not taking the over here. I'm taking Kansas City minus eight and a half. I good. think this is like a 24-10 type of game. I don't think eight Pittsburgh scores on landing. Are you adjusting it or is that is it gone eight and a half? I think it's still seven. It's still seven, seven and a half. Yeah. Oh, still seven. Listen, oh I'll lay, lay eight and a half. It's fine. 
<laughs> I kind of give you wins by, you know, Kansas, Kansas City wins by fourteen. Sorry, when Joe. I, when I announce the odds right there and there, I give you I give you a hint of what what it is. But uh, all right, yeah, Babyface, what do you feel about this? I mean, the Steelers offense struggles uh, to score so much and they rely on uh, big plays from the defense, but it's a totally different game if Hill and and Kelsey are out. Um, What I do love is TJ Watt. Um, It's going to be fun to watch if he potentially could break Strahan's sack record. And I think that really gives the defense something to play for. And, you know, they're going to be blitzing a lot. I think, uh, yeah, they'd love to get him that record. There you go. How about that? Babyface Joel Solomon with the uh, analysis. Throw him in with the Manning brothers. He's ready. Uh, All right. Raiders plus one now against the Broncos. They were, it was minus one. I think it moved overnight. 41 and a half is the over under. Brother Bry, this is how it goes. Every week, I take your Raiders. You take an over under because they're your favorite team. You don't trust them enough. This time, we're switching it up. I don't know why I like the Broncos. I'm just feeling they played like garbage last week against the Bengals. Obviously, Bridgewater is out. Um, so, you know, you get Drew Locke in there. I just, I don't want to pick a winner. The Raiders, are the Raiders going to win two in a row? It just doesn't feel like it. And by the way, I liked them last week against the Browns, but uh, I'm taking Denver this side. I kind of, you know, Vegas one and five against the spread in the last six home games. I know the spread is one, so they might as well just just be a straight up um, uh, trend there. But I'm going Denver. I think they run it down the Raiders' throat and just because the Raiders don't look good twice in a row. But you could convince me otherwise, Brother Brian. Yeah, no, like? no, that could be smart. But it's funny. Denver is your um, – they are your Falcons of the That's AFC. Right. Yeah, yeah, they have the AFC Falcons. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> great one. So true, Brian. Um, For sure. But the one team – it's funny. that This is the one team – when I look at the schedule, like, again, I'm, I, you know, I thought they would have a shit game against the Browns, which they technically did even though they won that game. I mean, defensively, they were pretty good. But – this is the one game when I looked at the schedule the last couple of weeks, I was I felt pretty confident. And I'm, I'm for whatever reason, the last few years, I'm not worried about the Broncos. And this is a team we we dominated earlier in the season. We've won three straight against them in five of the last six. Drew, mm-hmm. Locke, Drew Locke being the quarterback in this game, even though Bridgewater wasn't good. I mean, we dominated kind of Bridgewater the last game, but Drew Locke doesn't scare me at all. He was terrible. He was terrible last year in this game. He threw four picks in Vegas. Um, mm-hmm. But I know what you're saying. They've, they have struggled at home against the spread. They've struggled as small under uh, as a small underdog too this year, even. But uh, I, but I'm feeling I'm feeling confident in this one. I think uh, I think right. Carr Car will have a solid game. But I'm a bit interested to see if if Wilder finally plays. Hopefully for my fantasy team. Jeez. What do you think? No, no, he could sit another week. <laughs> uh, Brian, what do you think the Raiders over under win total is? Um, what do you got now? You're seven, right? You're seven and seven. Yeah, seven and seven. I mean, three left. I mean, we're not winning the. I mean, shit. Did they? Did they set it at? Well, I mean, eight, it's got to be eight, right? Flat. I mean, no, they have a big vig on under eight and a half minus yeah. one seventy. Yeah, uh, and then oh. over eight and a half. Oh. So they go I two mean, and one the rest of the way is plus one forty five. Take that. Well. Take that or parlay the next two weeks because we're not winning the next two weeks. Uh, that's for sure. You're not, not winning week 17 and 18. I mean, Colts, right. Colts Chargers. Right? Well, I mean, chart. You know what? I shouldn't say. I shouldn't say that because the Raiders every year usually seem to split with the Chargers. So they're going to po- need that game. It's yeah, possible they can win that game. We're not going to beat the Colts though. I know that. All for, right. For a yeah, fact. I was surprised by the eight and a half. I felt yeah. it was free if you if you go under, especially mm. if uh, they lose this coin. 
toss yeah. game yeah. against Denver, who's 11 to one to make the playoffs somehow. But anyway, like I said, holidays are here. FanDuel Sportsbook has a gift for all new customers, not a new pair of slippers. We're talking about 30 to one odds on any Christmas Day NBA or NFL game. Sign up FanDuel Sportsbook and bet on any team to win any of the seven marquee matchups taking place on Christmas. Your bet wins will be paid out 30 times your wager, 150 bucks on a $5 bet. NBA, NFL, you build its own parlay, same game parlay. is no better place to bet on Christmas Day than America's number one sports book. It's a simple and easy to use app with great new offers every day, safe and secure. And when you win, FanDuel pays you your winnings in as little as two hours. Don't miss your chance to win 150 bucks on a $5 bet. Sign up with promo code against all odds to place your first FanDuel Sportsbook wager on any NBA or NFL Christmas Day game. 30 to one odds. That's a gift. To all new customers, download FanDuel Sportsbook today. Promo code against the odds. Do it right now. Actually, just listen to us for the next few minutes and then go back and download <laughs> it. Uh, Rams at Vikings. I had, a tr- I had trouble with this one. Vikings are plus three at home. 48 and a half is uh, the over-under. The Rams are on a short week or a shorter week than the Vikings. One played Monday, one played Tuesday. I want to take the points because I had no feel. I thought about it, and then it said it's a kitchen sink game for the Vikings, who are 4-2 and two at home. And actually, since losing to the Cowboys at home, they beat the Packers and the Steelers. Mm. They take care of business. They're 4-1 and one against the spread versus a team with a winning record. 5-2 and two against the spread in the last seven overall. And then, right as we went to record, we hear Dalvin Cook is on the COVID-19 protocol list. <laughs> but Madison apparently is off the list. I think that's enough to keep. I don't believe in the Rams fully to blow anybody out anytime. You know, Seattle was in that game for a while. I know stats wise, the Rams kind of beat up on them, but I don't, uh, I don't like Stafford getting out to like a 17 point lead. I think cousins keeps them in this in a 24, 23 type game. And I'm going to take the three points. Uh, Harry, what are you going with here? I am going to go with you, Sal here. I do like the Vikings at home as an underdog. We know cousins on, uh, on a night games uh, as a favorite, it's terrible. Doesn't put up good stats, but it, the games uh, on Sunday during the day, early game, they're a dog at home. I like <laughs> that. Rams didn't look so great. Like you mentioned, Rams didn't look great. Uh, and they really got benefit of that call against Penny where there should have been pass interference. Could have changed the game there. Um, and Cousins, three lifetime starts against the Rams, five touchdowns, no picks. I think the game means more for the Vikings here. And at home, I think they get it done. Take the plus three. Uh, you know what? I go through my analysis. I take the Vikings. I feel confident in the pick. And then I hear Harry back the Vikings. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. What am I doing? I did the wrong thing. <laughs> right, like this too, right, by the go. way, Cousins, cousin, six picks this year, three of them at night. So three, only three during the day. All right, see, that's <laughs> what I mean. That's what I mean. <laughs> I get it. Uh, but he also did win at night the other day. All right, let's do it, Parlay Kid. Baltimore, Cincinnati. Baltimore, Cincinnati. This uh, jumped from two and a half to three. Cincinnati is home. They're favored 45 and a half. They killed the Ravens uh, a few weeks ago. Just crushed them. Harbaugh, John Harbaugh, inches away from having two more wins with these two-point conversion decisions. I thought both were right, by the way. But also, they could have had like four more losses if you include the comeback against the Chiefs, the sure. crazy field goal against the Lions. So many games uh, that I think they played the Colts. There. It was weird. There. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, since he only three and four at home, the one and five against the spread in their last six home games. Burrow is great or he's going to be great, but he's mistake prone. And the Ravens seem to be in every game. And three is a huge number 
Well, we know it comes down to a two-point conversion every game. I think Baltimore plays with some pride. I know they had secondary issues. They they kept it together against Aaron Rodgers at home. Um, we're looking at Lamar Jackson. Should be back. I don't see them laying down. Uh, everyone is a foregone conclusion that Cincinnati's going to win this division. Not so fast. I think it's a close game at least, 23-21. Like I said, you're Harbaugh getting three points. That's like getting 13 points if he's going to go for two every single time. I'm going Baltimore against the grain. I know a lot of people don't like Baltimore. 23-21. Parlay kid, you're going with Cincinnati. And if they win the cover here, they virtually win the division, I would think. Yeah, so in, inside the division, I usually, uh, especially when there's a blowout on one side, I normally come back with the other team on the other. I just think Cincinnati seems to be a little bit uh, uh, more healthy than the Ravens uh, overall. They are home. I think uh, Burrow is a quarterback that can ex- uh, exploit the injuries that the Ravens are facing in their secondary. I'm really still waiting for Cincinnati to really put it together uh, offensively. Uh, they've had trouble scoring um, as of late for the most part. And I think like four out of the last five games, it's not like they're lighting it up. But I think this game could fit right into Burrow's uh, hands here. I think Chase, who's been kind of disappeared lately, uh, comes uh, alive here. They have, they do have weapons. They just have more weapons than this yeah. Ravens team. They're home. I think they got a little bit more momentum. I think the Ravens, after that, that's a really tough loss. I don't know if they can really rebound from that again. So let's take the Bengals here, Sal, to uh, to win this game and like uh, look barely cover this three points. Sal, barely. All right. You know, you mentioned Jamar Chase, who for most of the year, at least, I don't know, 10 weeks, maybe it was a little less, was a uh, favorite to win offensive rookie of the year. He's now four to one odds because, yeah, he can't put together a blockbuster game. Mac Jones is minus 800 mm. to win that. Yeah, I keep waiting for the Bengals offense. to. They should, you look at him like, oh, they should go up and down the field. Um, it was similar to the Chargers, right? Same kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to bet this team every week because they're exciting. Right. They're fun to watch the offense, but they don't seem to put it together. Um and uh, 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 well, we have to see with Mixon, right? I mean, that could be a big injury if he's out. Yep. Um, but uh, I think he's questionable at this point. All right, it's time for our better edge pick of the week. Let's hear the music. You get the edge. You get the glory. You're the winner. What a great song. I really think if Mariah Carey redid it and had like jingling bells in the background, right to the top, right to the top of the Apple charts. They should, you should consider that Mariah. I know Mariah listens to our podcast. The better edge game of the week is New England minus two. Yes, this has gone down minus two against the Buffalo Bills. 43 and a half is the over under. My better edge goes to Buffalo. Like I said, money pouring in on the bills here. Sure. Sean McDermott looked like a fool when they played a couple of Mondays ago. He's going to have no sleep this week. He's going to have to figure out a game plan against Belichick's team who threw only three times against them. I still feel Buffalo is the more talented squad. I think they're better. I think they look good for the most part last week against the Panthers. I thought they looked great in the second half against the Bucks in Tampa. Pat's peak at the wrong time. Nikhil Harry, Bourne, Aguilar, all questionable. They will have to throw this game to win. The Bills 4-1-1 against the spread in their last six division games. They win this game 22-19 and get my better edge. All right, Brother Bry, what do you like? 
Yeah, my better edge is going to be on the Patriots. Uh, you know, mm. they they just beat this team only running the ball in poor conditions on the road. They've won and covered in seven of their last eight. You know, the Bills are scary, but I don't know. I don't know. They still haven't fully looked right. There were points even in that Panthers game, even though it was kind of a blowout, that, that they didn't look right early. They didn't look right early in the first half of Tampa. Tampa game. I think they only see they've seemed to play very well when Allen is running and making plays, but I don't necessarily see that see that in this game. I think the Patriots defense slows the Bills down again, and Mac Jones completes uh, more than one pass to win this game. Paulie Kidd, are you going against your second or favorite team in the NFL? I can't even keep track anymore. Are you taking <laughs> my, the Bills? My better edge goes with the Buffalo Bills. Say it ain't uh, so, Parlay Kid. Say it ain't so. <laughs> But it is so, as I just had mentioned before, I the division game, game like this, Pat's got the best of them the last time. The Bills got to be terribly upset about that loss, which just a, a week or basically, I don't know, two weeks ago, uh, the, you know, they, they remember it. I, I don't see them uh, allowing the Pats to run the ball like that again. And so the biggest factor is what you mentioned. Every single skill guy on the Patriots, they may play, they may not. But they're all banged up, sick, whatever it is. That's a big factor. They don't have a lot of skilled guys anyway. They can't mm-hmm. afford it. To me, that's why my better edge goes to the Buffalo Bills. We'll take it to two points, Sal. All right, Harry, and you agree with us. Yes, my better edge is also the Buffalo Bills. I've had to hear uh, for, what, two, three weeks now how the Pats only threw three passes against them. I think they're pissed. They got screwed in that Tampa Bay game as well when there should have been a pass interference call. It didn't go their way in their comeback attempt there. Uh, Pats finally came back to earth a little bit. Uh, the loss last week gave up a lot on the ground. Um, and that's something that they, if there's one negative part to their defense is giving up uh, rushing yards. Uh, and Josh Allen can run the ball. I think he's going to do that. And I think the Bills get back in this division, tie up the Patriots for the AFC East. This is exciting. Come on. Put all those mass holes to sleep. I don't want to hear it anymore. Do it, Buffalo. Do it. You get the edge. You get the glory. You're the winner. Pay for dinner. It's better edge. All right. The Edge is brought to you by Better Edge, the no-fee sports betting marketplace. That's right. BetterEdge.com does not charge a VIG or fee on any bet. Harry, you are going with your pick is the Buffalo Bills plus two, right? Correct. Yeah. There you go. Head on over to BetterEdge.com slash AAO Harry. I don't know how this happened. To back or fade his picks, that's B-E-T-T-O-R Edge.com slash AAO Harry, get a free $10 when you sign up with code AAO. Play the game without getting played at betteredge.com. Harry, you should join. You'll get a free $10 and then you could fade yourself. Oh my God, you'll make money, right? Fading yourself if you bet it. <laughs> Probably I don't know how it would, works. right? This, should, this shouldn't take too long to figure out. Yeah, you get a free $10 and bet your typical $1.10 on the game and then fade yourself and you'll, you'll clear $8.90, I think, somewhere in there. Uh, we'll figure it out. That's the better edge. There you go. All right. NBA Christmas Day. It's going to be tough. Like I said, we're recording this in advance. We have five spreads, look ahead spreads here. You got the Knicks laying one to the Atlanta Hawks. I believe Trey Young is out. Uh, Gallinari, yep. Capella, all in COVID protocol to start the week. 
Um, meanwhile, for the Knicks, it's uh, Derek Rose is out, right? Nerlens Noel is out. I'm just going to keep reading R.J. Barrett out, quickly out. Um, they've scored 189 combined points uh, a few weeks ago when they play. I think the under may be the play. I think there's a mega lock of the week saying that the under is the play. I don't know what to think of this starting lineup. Parlay kid, you like the Knicks. You like the rivalry. It's more fun. Yeah. When uh, Trey Young is in there, but doesn't look like that's happening. Yeah, I think as a Knicks fan, I think Brian will tell you, like the Knicks normally stink at these like noon type of games, like sleepwalking mm. at the Garden, uh, whatever it is. But it is Christmas. It's a special day. And I, I believe, I know the NBA is tra- uh, changing their protocols up. I don't know if that is starting today going forward or whatever that's going to be in terms of making it seven days rather than 10. But either way, I think this takes Trey Young out as he tested positive on Sunday. I don't mm-hmm. think he can make it back for Christmas. Capella's out. Uh, as you said, the Knicks are getting healthier. Obi Toppin, my boy Obi Toppin wow. is back. <laughs> and RJ Barrett is back, Sal. He is back oh, he uh, is. Okay. Uh, for the Knicks. Uh, through the protocols. He is playing. So the Knicks are getting healthier. I know they have no D-Rose. That's their one loss. Uh, no Nerlens Noel is not going to hurt the Knicks in this game. Uh, their big men are playing pretty well. Mitchell Robinson's finally getting into a groove. For the Knicks, I think the Knicks here with this one point, I think it's just, look, just win the game here. I think the Knicks get this. They they kind of have a dislike for Atlanta, as does sure. the Garden crowd, have a big dislike for Atlanta. There won't be as much juice in the Garden without them to harass Trey Young. Uh, but either way, I think the Knicks get this one. They're going to need it on, on Christmas Day. Let's go, Knicks. There you go. All right. The second game, also Eastern Conference, uh, Milwaukee, seven-point favorite against Boston. Celtics did beat the Bucs 117-103 in Boston a couple weeks ago. I think that was December 13th. Brother Bry, you like the Bucs here. Yeah, I jump on the Bucs here. Um, you know, like you just said, yeah, it was two weeks ago where Boston blew out Milwaukee at home. But you know how that goes in basketball. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I probably play the exact opposite here. Uh, Giannis should be coming back. Haven't heard officially yet, but he should be back for this game. I mean, he's been out for about two weeks here. So I think, you know, Giannis in these big games, I think on Christmas would look oh. to put on a show. Um, but obviously, you know, I would wait a little bit till game time to to figure this out. But I'm going to go with the Bucs here. All right. We'll go. We'll jump to the last game, which is Utah home. It was seven. I saw sevens all over the place. Now I'm seeing 12. Their favorite over Dallas Mavs hit by the injury bug. No Luca, no uh, Porzingis in recent days. Um, Harry, you like, do you really like Utah? Or you just kill, kissing Ben Kelly's ass here. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I do like Utah here uh, over the past couple of weeks. They, I think that oh, like five great. straight home games, they've won by double digits. Like you mentioned, Luka may not play as an NBA protocol. Last two times, Utah has played Dallas at home. They crushed them in both. Gobert has been crazy rebounding the ball. I think the last couple of games, in 40 in, in the past two games. And uh, Donovan Mitchell averaged 23 during the month of November. For December, he's averaging 29 points a game. Give me the Jazz, who are really usually pretty good at home. I'm going to lay the big number. All right. By the way, Eddie Spaghetti with big news. Uh, the Rams taking Cam Akers off the injured reserve. It's, that's kind of big. We Ooh. get Cam Akers, you lose Dalvin Cook. Uh, I'll still stick with the Vikings. Who the hell knows what goes on? There oh, are two games up. we didn't talk about. Phoenix, I mean, this is probably the best game. Home laying three and a half to Golden State. Like two weeks ago, these, these guys, they had one loss and two loss. But again, Wiggins out. Pool is out. Paul is out. We, we went to crypto the other day and saw a game without Paul. Anybody got a feel for this? 
Phoenix three and a half, um, Golden uh, State. It's a, would, tough yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah, it's tough. I'd probably jump on. I'd probably jump on Phoenix here. This is the one where you're napping. This should be. This should be. They should put this at a different time, right? Because you've watched the kids open gifts for five hours, mm-hmm. and then, uh, and uh, yeah. So this, this is not was fair it, to put it out. So it was uh, last year was Christmas Day opening day for the NBA. Yes, it was. So and last it, year was did opening the, all day. the home teams win on that day? That was sounds that right. I think that might be right. I I, I just have a feeling. I I remember thinking that like, ah, geez, that was as easy as it could have gotten. Or or maybe the favorites all won or something. Or something like that. I forget, but I don't know. Um, The Lakers play Brooklyn, and this was uh, supposed to be a preview of the NBA Finals. The Lakers have been struggling. But LeBron on Christmas played 15 Christmas games in his career, straight up 10 and 5. Last year, like you said, Paul, like kid, it was the opening game. They won 138-115 over the Mavs. Uh, Anthony Davis at 28. There's no AD this year or this week. He's out for an extended period of time. He's got that MCL injury. Nets are without Kyrie Irving. He, he says, hey, you know what? I'm going to play. And they immediately threw him on the COVID protocol list, uh, even though he may <laughs> be playing road games soon. Um, it's a pick em. It seems like you take Brooklyn and it's easy money. It feels like we're going to lose money early in the day and like, screw it. Brooklyn's better. They're a better team. The Lakers have screwed us many times. They lose by double digits like twice a week. And then we're going to take uh, Brooklyn and the Lakers are going to win, Bri, right? Is that, do I have that figured out exactly right? <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I know you you gave that stat for LeBron's uh, games. I, I know I bet on him. I think the last two times I bet on him on Christmas, they've lost. So whenever that was, those are the only two times I definitely lost on him. But oh, even, I see. Yeah. even for Brooklyn, <laughs> even for Brooklyn, though, I don't I, I'm not even sure who's playing for them either right now. Yeah. So that's got, a tough yeah. thing. Yeah. All right. So yeah. we, again, we apologize. We can only do so much uh, recording this in advance. Um, but if we honestly, if you're, you're not going to listen, if we do this on Christmas <laughs> Day, so uh, <laughs> it pays to do it now. Let's do sharp. Thank you guys. Give us your best bets. Of the weekend, I'm going to jump on one. And Harry, start us off. What is your sharp tank pick? All right, I'm going to go Sunday. I'm going to go under 43 and a half. Under, taking an under. Under 43 and a half in the Seattle-Chicago game. The Bears are last in the NFL in passing. And on defense, they're fourth best against the pass. Uh, held opponent quarterbacks for the last five games to under 200 yards. Seattle just 27th in total offense. Russell Wilson's got a sore ankle. And seven of Seattle's last nine games have gone under 43 and a half. Under 43 and a half is the play between the Bears mm. and the Seahawks. You know, I'm going uh, against uh, renowned chef David Chang in, a, in Simmons' take your ball and go home league, the one he created after he was kicked out of the, <laughs> the West Coast League in the playoffs. The, the CBS guru made Chang a three-point favorite against me. Chang's team is eight and seven. I'm twelve and three. The books are going to lose big money on that. Fishy anyway, line, Sal. Fish. It did. Uh, it did bum me out a little bit because he picked up the uh, Seattle defense. I'm like, oh crap! Is this going to be under? I could see this being like a 13-3 game and uh, me getting screwed over here. That's All 40, right, brother Bry. Well, it's going to. No, I was just going to say forty-three and a half. Does, I, Harry might. I mean, we know Harry's records yeah. on over/unders, but forty-three and a half does seem a little high for this game. Yeah, um, I should probably just stay away from his over/unders. All right, yeah, go ahead, yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going back to the game we spoke about before. We we just spoke about this. I'm going to take. 
the Colts first half plus 105. Look, you know, they've been dom- you know, I said they've been dominant dominant in 11 straight games in the first half. And these are against mm-hmm. really good teams too, right? I mean, you had the Tam- you had Tampa, you had Buffalo, Tampa, they were beaten up in the first half by 10. Buffalo, they were beaten up uh New England, they were beaten up last week. So again, like I said, they've led in, they've led at half in 11 straight games and in the last 6 games They've led at half by an average of 15 points. Wow. So, wow. Yeah, yeah. 17, 14, 10, 17, 11, 18. Which That's is, pretty good. Which is pretty amazing here. So I, I think they, you know, again, they had an extra extra day here um, to prepare versus, you know, instead of the Cardinals. So I think they come out fast again. Do they hang on? Hopefully, because I'll have a lot of money on this Colts game. But I, I will <laughs> definitely take them uh, first half. Harry, what's the crowd going to be like there? I, I, uh, can we see a good crowd there in Arizona once? I mean, I'll, I'll tell you what. They did as bad as they were, uh, the Bears and the Browns. The crowd did a great job. Those are rowdy fans, right? Monday night. Um, but uh, Maybe the directors did a great job cutting to the crowd. But uh, really, it really was a good atmosphere. Can Arizona bring the same, same heat? They can Any bring chance? the heat. They can bring yeah. the heat. It's a little cool here right now, but they can bring the heat. All right. You know what I'm saying. All right, Parley Kid, what's uh, your sharp tank pick? Okay, I was uh, riding, coming off a nice one on Sunday last week. It's basically a six-to-one parlay. Yeah, nice. Uh, NFL parlay, uh, two dogs. Um, but uh, I'm gonna, I'm going with a parlay. Uh, so this is my special. This, you know, uh, who's, who's uh, it's one of Harry's buddies calls it like a greasy money line parlay. Yeah, uh, Joe kinda, Osborne's that. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. That's what kind of what I'm doing here. Uh, and I'm going to dare one of these bastards to lose South. <laughs> I'm just daring one of them. This uh, was terrible last year. Last week, Arizona let us down. I know, but uh, this week will turn the score. favorites, yep. get themselves okay. together. Sal, five-team money line parlay. Whoa. I'm just going to tell you the five teams. I'm going to tell you the five teams. And I like it. Don't even tell me. I'm going with you. Go ahead. Plus 186. Plus 186. But it's the Packers, the Bucks, the Cowboys, uh, the Chargers, the Eagles. Sal. Uh, all Sal. Right. Philly against Sal. the Giants. Yeah, Sal. Right, I'm looking at this. Yeah. <laughs> Sal. Let's just hope. Let's just hope that the last game of the regular season. Sal, you're putting da- money Dallas on this Philly anyway. You're putting real like money on these five yeah, teams anyway, right? right? Except right. the, does, do the Packers scare you? That's just the one that win. scares me. And I don't to know win, why. Because just the, the, to the, win at yeah, home? Yeah, I mean, the quarterback matchup is so lopsided, but it uh, it just it seems like a weird game to me. Tampa should bounce back. I think they right, beat the Panthers, right. and they'll beat them in the last week, too. The Chargers really need that game, although I've liked what Davis Mills has done. Philly was impressive against Washington, um, and now have the Giants who have kind of just laid down. Heineke back for the for Washington, probably, but... Right. Cowboys uh, need oh man, it. They can you need imagine? it. So that's the Sunday night one. So that that's that's the irony here, right? Parlay kid, that's going to go to overtime. The Dallas Washington game, that's going to be the only one. Most you likely. Need. But you could always <laughs> somebody could always hedge off that. I'm going with the, I don't, the case. I don't I'm not familiar with the five teamers that are uh, under minus 330, but um <laughs> but uh, I'll go with you. A plus uh plus 186 Tampa plus Bay Green 186. Day. Chargers, Philly, and Dallas. There you go. Parley Those are the Christmas, sharp everybody. Picks. Yes, have a happy uh, and merry parley <laughs> Christmas. Harry, you have a poem for everybody or something? I was told oh, to be prepared gosh. for this. Well, oh, yeah. H-Dog oh, does. God. H-Dog does. 
Oh, oh, oh. Wait, is it a poem or a oh, rat? H-dog is it a rat? I like a I like H Dog so much better than the real Harry. It's it's so much better. Wait, they're uh, the same person? I never know. Are, yeah. are we ready? H-dog? I don't think so. It's ready. Okay. Oh, this yeah. is gonna be awesome. Here we go. <laughs> I see the thing. Uh, another season of Against All Odds with Cousin Sal has come and gone. Hope my baseball picks didn't force you into having to pawn. The fall and winter have been better, aside, of course, from my overlock. Who knows? Maybe in 2022, H-Dog will expand his videos <laughs> to TikTok. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to all our loyal listeners that gamble with passion. Hey, Parlay Kid, let's rock and roll in the upcoming year. And always remember, like H-Dog says, keep cash. Wow. <laughs> I thought uh, I, was, I was watching like a six-year-old learning how to read. I'm, I'm wondering, is somebody else writing these for Harry? Because it's like, it's, it's like he's seeing it for the first time. Right. Oh, my oh, God. You know, these, exactly. glasses, these glasses are darker than I thought. The book is falling apart. We see your notes. All right, Harry. That was good. Babyface, oh, jump in. What uh, did you think of that? I, oh, I, I mean, God. I had high hopes, but I'm glad Christmas only comes once a year now, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> that, that, that's straight out of, like, Leaping Lenny Poffo, right? It oh, kinda, my it, gosh. kind of kind of yeah, had that yeah. cadence to it. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm thinking of Leaping Lenny Poffo, fat joke. Oh, <laughs> my I God. I can't, I can't put it oh, together. So All right. Good. <laughs> Harry just Harry just shoveled a bunch of coal in all of our stockings, but thank oh. you and uh, happy holidays to everyone out there. That'll oh, do I'm it dying. for another episode of Against All Odds. For uh, Babyface Joel, Solomon Spaghetti, and Meatballs, and the Degenerate Trifecta, I'm Sal Singh. So long, and happy handicapping. Na, na, na.